And you're okay with that? Like, what if he? What if he listens to this shit and be like, "What is she talking?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he'll be like, "Girl, what? We barely talk." <laughs> if he listens to this right now. Not to cut you off, but this is actually episode two. I repeat, this is episode two. Thanks. Uh, I'm Charisma. I'm Janaya. I'm Idea. And we are here. We're here alive. We made it. We made it. We made it. I don't know. The energy, I'm trying to catch up to it, but I'm just... I think we're having a chill vibe today. A chill vibe? Yeah. I need to relax. We turned the fuck up last two episodes. We were. Especially yes. last episode. Yes. <laughs> We've been having a blast. As we should, though. We've been having a blast. I recommend everybody starting a podcast. Or not even starting a podcast, but like taking time out of your week, at least. Cause we can do it. Podcasts are not. I mean, like a podcast, but like noticing that even without a podcast, we're able to take time out of the week to just chill and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like be with your girls. Yeah. Take a moment. Absolutely. And let it be a safe space. A safe space. Yeah. Everybody needs that. Everybody deserves that. Yeah. Don't think you never are worthy of something. Yeah. to take it day by day because one day I want to be like 
okay, I'm feeling this and I'm hurt. And then the next day I'm like, okay, I'm going to be over it. But it's beauty in the struggle. Like, I have to ride this way out. I have to feel the way I'm feeling. And just get back centered to me. So, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. You want to do a Yeah, I get crazy. Crazy. Clear. Okay, where are you? Bop. I'm a little heavy, and I don't know why. Um, I think I'm just kind of in like a a low mm -hmm. because there's so much change going going on. Mm -hmm. Um, cheers to me finally having my apartment to myself. Yay! Finally, finally have my apartment to <laughs> Part two. Part two. But it's real this time. Mm -hmm. It's real. Because the last two times have been like aggravating because it felt like it was just dragging. But um, I'm officially a single woman. And Ooh. I think the load just comes from... Is it true? Yeah. I think the load comes from... I'm always waiting for something right i'm always waiting for something to happen and i think that like when i'm waiting to look forward to something i think it just gives me something to like put my head down and wait till it comes yeah. right but then when it, when it does come it's like oh shit what's next yeah, yeah what's next yeah so yes i'm very excited and, and i think it was like everything happens when it's supposed to happen and I think the last couple times that he was about to move out, we just weren't in a good space. Yeah. And now he left in good terms and we're doing it like the right way. So like, I, I, my mind wants to be there, but my heart is still kind of like trying to catch up to being excited to finally like do it. And I think like another thing is my house is a mess right now. Mm. It is a hot mickey mess. And I was just irritated because I came home from work and I got two grown ass niggas just sitting up in there, my brothers. And it's like, y'all been sitting up in this nasty house all day. Y'all didn't think to help me clean? Damn. Yep. <laughs> but it's okay though, because I do need to, I, I am going to clean up my house. I'm going to take my time. And I'm just, I think once I do that, maybe that's my next project, cleaning my house. Yeah. Because your house is your mini sanctuary. And I haven't, yes. and I haven't had a sanctuary in so long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mental health support? Mm, for the week, I want to say... Right now, where's your heart? Right, right now? Or where's your heart, I should say? It's a little heavy. Mm -hmm. I give myself maybe four. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My week was crazy. Yeah. But I think the weekend definitely made up for it. Yeah. yeah. I had a great weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yes, our weekend was amazing. So that helped me a lot. Just get a little balance. Like I feel like everything that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. We were even the show I thought was going to go right with yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I think this weekend definitely helped me just realize, like, I wasn't concerned about anything but mm -hmm. having fun. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, it just really made you realize, like, the real good shit you have that's gonna mm -hmm. stay the same. Yeah. Whether shit is good or bad. Yeah. So yeah, my week is bullshit. But the week <laughs> was, I would say my mental health. Mm. Yeah. I'm hanging on my thread. I'll say mm. that. I don't even want to give a score. But I'm hanging yeah. on my thread. All right. I'm just, 
trying to keep the strength intact. I love how even when you're like going through it, like even when you're crying, it still seems like you're calm. Like when we have our moments and you're like, what's up? Like when you when you do that and you're still able to still like keep it together, like it's 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 almost like reassuring, you know? Like it keeps me like she can still be like a little fucked up and she can say that but she can still keep it pushing you know like it's gonna get better you know it's always gonna get better i think one big thing the only i'm not gonna lie it's sad to, it's not sad to say but like my situation that happened earlier this year with my surgery i think that's what made me be like everything's gonna be okay yeah like what else could happen besides me about to die you know yeah. what i mean it's like i feel like I'm just at a point where I feel like it takes so much energy to just like pull on shit. Right. And even if it's in the back of my mind, that's why I love my job. Because I get to ask other people, how are you? How was your day? Yeah. What do you have going on? Because it gets me out of my head. Mm -hmm. And it gets me out of, you know, all these bad thoughts and stuff. So, yeah, yeah I don't really appreciate of that situation. Can I ask you something? Yeah. When was the last time you had a 9 to 5? Last year... March. Yeah. I paid my nine to five. I was a dental assistant. Mm -hmm. Yes, I quit to go full time medicine. Mm -hmm. Was there a period um, when the money was scary? Like when you switched to doing lashing full time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the beginning of this year, after my surgery, I didn't start back working until like May. And I was taking clients, like, my schedule was very limited. I was taking clients. I don't even know, but like two clients a day at max. Mm -hmm. Like that was, and I was with a squeeze in, you know. Yeah. So it was really like one person a day. Um, I, they knew their appointments were going to be longer. I had to get up sometimes, take a break. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so how much of that is my big bills? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would say earlier this year, and especially because um, it was. Wait, am I tweaking? No, I'm not tweeting. So let's be. Yeah, so earlier this year, yeah, it was just really hard. Yeah. I think it was a hard spot. I was going to say, when I transitioned, well, when I transitioned, it actually wasn't hard because that's what made me be like, I can do this with my business. Because I was making more doing lashing part-time than I was as a dental assistant, working over 40 hours a week. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But realize, Janaya, within, like, that nine months, how much you progress, like, that's only nine months. Well, like, this was last year, so it's so been a from year. March, March, March of twenty twenty one. It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a year. It's been over a year since I started going. Well, look at you, right? Here. Look at her. That's look at her. Crazy. You are such an inspiration to yeah. me. Like, like when we first linked up, when I first um, became your client, it was very intentional. It was very intentional because, like, I, I, I mean, it was intentional, but it was also very natural how we became close. And it was like seeing you and then meeting you and then seeing how like you were able to have a, a thriving business and then still be so down to earth and so easy to talk to. It was like, wow, like I, I didn't see like I didn't see me in you. Like real. Yeah. Like yeah. And then like you have uh I know you give me props for the podcast all the time, but like I give you props for like inspiring me to do that. Cause without you, like, I probably would have still been sitting on it. 
and it because I was. I'm glad you started. I'm so happy you started. Yeah, like I feel like everything really happened like how it's supposed to or what it was supposed to. But I think like the three of us really mixed and matched very well. And it was her idea to bring you in once I had asked her to come in. So like that's what I mean about like us just mixing so well because without you it wouldn't be this. Without yeah. me it wouldn't be this and without you it wouldn't be this. So cheers to us. Cheers to us. Cheers. Okay. Cheers to us. We're like the, tr- the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> this is wine. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hurry up and drink this so I can have my shot. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do shots today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm recovering. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cheers to you. Cheers to you. Are are your hearts too heavy to speak about grief this episode? And how to handle grief? We can talk about it. We can talk about it. I think it's that's important how to handle it. How do you handle grief? Or we can start with what do you want to talk about, about grief? Are you okay? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a little heavy right now. Too heavy to speak about grief. No, we can talk about it, but I might cry because I've been really fragile today. I I think it's my period, and I've been a little off of my and other persons. But like, we can talk about it because I'm always ready. But like, okay. I might cry. Okay. Um, how I handle grief is I I don't think there's a There's not a, what do they say? There's not a manual on how to handle grief. Um, But the way I personally handle it is, in the beginning, I didn't cry in front of everybody. Like, we lost our Nana in April. Easter. Easter. Easter Good Friday. Good Friday. And everything was just so, like, it happened so fast so we got her out of the hospital and she was fine like when, whenever my nana goes into the hospital like she's never really like she never really says anything she's just like whatever do whatever do she's like whatever and get me out of here and then get me out of here, literally get me the out of here and then we would take her home she's fine they you know get her together but this time was a little bit different because she like I could tell like when, when they were like positioning her and like just moving her like she was just numb like no words no anything she just she was, was transitioning yeah like she was just getting like in her bed getting comfortable and that was it and then we're thinking like oh Nana's gonna be fine whatever whatever so I want to say like a month later like that's when that following month is when she passed away but in that moment i was like okay she's gonna be fine everything's gonna be back to normal and then they were like gonna give her like the the mixture like the morphine and all of that stuff to make the transition smoother for her and she wouldn't be in any pain in any pain um but yeah like i remember i was the day she passed away i was saying like i'm gonna come there after work and then i was like I'm too tired to go or whatever and then I got a call like I'm gonna say like 10 11 o'clock maybe if that and my dad told me like she passed away and then I get there and all I saw was like the uh, like the hearse there and like the um, the hospice nurses and I saw I'm walking in and it was just like quiet 
I'm like, okay. And then that's when I seen them like take her body and like that was very traumatic for me because I've never seen that before. Um but again I was just like numb. Like I didn't cry. Like I think when I walked in and I seen like them have her in the back, that's when I had to take a step back and was just like, okay, like let me be okay. Um and then it really didn't hit me until we went to go view her body and she didn't have a memorial she didn't have a funeral like they put her in like a like a cardboard like box or whatever just because she was going to get cremated and that was the box she was going to get cremated in and i think i was more so at peace with it because we were able to like i was able to like write on the like box that she's going to get cremated <laughs> in and stuff like that um but we were never really like we never really had a grandmother experience with her just because she i just remember her always being sick um but then again like Nana was always there you know what i mean like whether it be our dad taking care of her but she was always there um and i and that's when i didn't really cry until i saw her in that box and i'm just like wow like literally like from ashes we are formed to ashes we pass away you know what i mean like yeah. in the end to so see that to see, see that, that it was just life. so real to yeah. me like exactly and i i don't i don't think like I was hurt by her passing away. Well, I, was, I wouldn't say I wasn't hurt. I was hurt, but it was more so like a very spiritual thing to me because it's like, death is just, it's gonna happen. Like, we are all born to die. Like, we have to die. Like, that's literally how we have that's to transition. It, it is. So, how I handled it was, I just, I think, in general, I'm always there for other people, regardless of anything, and that's how I handle it. Like, I never really sunk in that, and I never really grieve properly. I feel like I'm always like just trying to be that back home, that strong person for other people. So, that's how I do it. I've um, I've also a few people this year. Outside of Nana, I lost uh, three people that were all young. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of them drowned and he was 31. One of them fell asleep and didn't wake back up. And another one that she was 28 with four kids and was pregnant and got shot. And it's just like, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. <clears throat> I think um, I thankfully, gratefully haven't experienced any close deaths this year. Um, but even the deaths I have experienced in the past, I feel like I'm still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have times where it's <laughs> so crazy. Oh my goodness. I love this though, but mm-hmm. it's still like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, death happens, but what the fuck? So my auntie, um, the one I was telling you, that told me about sex a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Like, my auntie, rest her soul, um, in the wrong place in the wrong time. Mm. You know, and 
every single day, I swear, God can strike me down right now. Mm -hmm. Every single day I come into work, mm -hmm. Sure Thing by Miguel comes on, on my Alexa, really? no matter what station I'm playing. Wow. Every single day. And it was her favorite song before she got killed. Really? And it's just like, it gives me chills. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I try to embrace it and be like... Embracing it. Hey! Yeah. But it's just like... It still hurts because it's just like, yeah, death happens, but like, how do you deal with that as a person? How do you mm -hmm. cope with knowing like, although I feel this person is near to me, I can't go to them. I feel like I can't physically see them. You know, that's hard. Mm -hmm. And it's like, shit, how do you deal with that? How do you like, cause I, I think a lot of my defense mechanism is either running or like suppressing. Mm -hmm. And that's like the suppression part is bad, you know, but I think I try my hardest to be as positive as I can because I know what it's like to be like at the very bottom, you know, I, I know what it's like to lose yourself in, in sadness and lose yourself in, in pain. And I try so hard to stay out of that. And sometimes like I don't know what the balance is between being in reality and kind of like pretending everything is okay yeah but i think like also that's just how i've been able to cope that's how i've been able to just know that life is going to keep going even when somebody passes like life is going to keep going mm -hmm. and if i if i stick too hard if i get too stuck on how can how can people just keep living their life when this person passed? Like if I if I stay if I stay there too long, it's gonna be dangerous for me. Absolutely. And that's scary. That's scary when I when my mind is dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I kinda like I think like that's how I've been coping, you know, that's how I've been okay with stuff. And then also feeling like God knew what somebody was going through. Mm -hmm. So even though he took he he didn't take even though he had somebody with them even though he has somebody with him and they're not with us I'm, I'm i find peace knowing that they're at peace with god and not here suffering you know like the friend of mine that that uh passed when he drowned um it was really sad but i knew he was going through something mm. i knew he was going through something and it's like maybe maybe he did live his purpose it's sad because like he he was gone early he was gone soon but it's selfish of me to feel like i want him to still be here just for the sake of him still being here knowing that he was going through something and knowing that it had to be his time you know mm -hmm. and knowing that god is god knowing yeah. that god is god mm -hmm. god is god i think there's one the only death that yeah. really affected me was Titi Sheila passing away <laughs> and there's a song that they played at her funeral or her memorial that I cannot listen to to this day like I, I, I know what song it is um but I cannot listen to it like every time it'll play on like Pinder or something like that like I just burst out into tears like I cannot listen to it what song is it? I, I don't I don't remember the song, like the song's name, but, and that's why I don't remember it, is because, but I know it, every time I see it, um, and I cannot listen to it at all. I think that 
I can't even sing it. Yeah. You know what song <laughs> makes me cry? What? Just the way you are by Bruno Mars. Really? Yes. Really, I love this song. I will sit there and I'll, like, I'll literally start crying. And I think it's because, like, not to get off topic, but, like, hearing that song makes me hear love, right? Just the way you are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you love me that, like, just, like, just how I am. And I think, like, because being loved kind of, like, it's scary for me because I feel like the only person who loves me just the way I am is my mama. Yeah. And even though she can be very frustrating sometimes, I still know, like, whatever it is, she's still going to love me. And to hear, like, Bruno Mars in that song, like, to hear him talking about his, his woman in that sense, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, like, there is somebody that can love me that way, you know? And it just makes me a little emotional because it makes me, it just takes me somewhere. Yeah. What gospel song makes you cry? All Things by Fred Hammond. Yeah. All Things Are Working by Fred Hammond. That's my song. Like, that's my scripture, Romans 8.28. All things are working for the good of those who love the Lord. And that, that it hits so deep because I know everything. Everything is working for my good. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like, and that's what I cling to when things get hard. That's what I cling to when things, like... When I can't see what God sees, yeah, and and um, yeah, that even that whole that whole album, chapters of life by Fred Hammond. That whole album is just I feel like that speaks to me. And it came out in 1998, the year I was born. Wow. And um, a dream of mine was to have him do a whole concert just for me. Oh, wow. The whole album. Yeah, the one I can pay him, and I and I want the whole choir. I want everybody. Okay. I want to try to do a live performance just for me. The two th- the two th- the two mm-hmm. songs that make me cry is that song. Really? Yes. Just because it's like when you think about angels, like I know a lot of people like say like do like the or describe them as like the nice looking like sweet yeah. wings on their back but no they are literally like huge angels like I won't even say creatures we don't, know what they we don't like. know but they're spiritual beings that literally their their wings are like football fields and they're protecting you and they're watching over you yeah. Guarding you, guarding your heart, guarding your mind, mm-hmm. all of that from from hurt, harm, and danger. And then the other song that makes me cry is by Kirk Franklin. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. that song give me too with uh, TD Jakes. Yeah, I love that one. It makes me cry though. Yeah, it makes me cry. I love TD Jakes. I've been, I've been, I need to get back into. Yeah, really? Sarah Jakes. Yeah. I did. She did. Yeah, Sarah Jakes. She is such an inspiration, and it's like last year, especially right before I moved out of my mom's house. It was December's around mm-hmm. December, and December is always a huge, huge month of change for me. Mm-hmm. And now that I recognize how God works in my life and like the patterns that He has in my life, like I know to expect Him to do something in December. Mm-hmm. And because I always expect him to do something in December, I'm always ready for it. Mm-hmm. 
last year I was really, really, really heavy into listening to their sermons on YouTube and stuff. And it was just like every everything that both of them had to say yeah. hit hard. And I think sometimes, sometimes I am like consciously avoiding listening to them because I know, I know that the one episode I decide to listen to is gonna read me, read me hard. Absolutely. That's how it be. Yes, yes. Especially with Sarah. Especially she be yeah, she be on it. Yeah. She had called me Eve one time. Oh. Eve, how the the sinful part of us, mm-hmm. like like we got to get our Eve into check. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really good um, analogy because it was a way to see all the women in the Bible as parts of you. Mm-hmm. Eve, Ruth. Um, another one that always hit for me. I don't know what book it was in the Bible, but my name Talitha. Mm-hmm. There was a girl in the Bible, and it was crazy. I think it's the one I sent you. Girl, get up. Mm. She was talking about uh, she was talking about Talitha, and Talitha was the girl that had died, or everybody thought she died. Mm-hmm. So then the dad had called Jesus to their house. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes to their house and he looks at her. She was like, "She's not dead. She's asleep." And then everybody kind of laughed. And then Jesus was like, "Everybody get out of the house." So everybody left, and it was just the mama, the daddy, and the girl. Mm-hmm and Jesus and um, he said girl get up and in those times the translation for girl was Talitha mm. and uh, when he said get up she got she got up and, and then I was just you heard me so she, she gets up and then he says don't tell nobody what happened and she walked out and she was alive and then like I think it, that related to me so much because I'm like get up mm-hmm. get up stop girl, being get up. girl get up mm-hmm. like stop being so sluggish stop being so lazy stop blaming everybody for what's going on and then when God blesses you don't tell nobody because that's between you and him right and they're gonna see it on you they gonna see it on you so you don't gotta say it you, go, you don't gotta do it you just be you just walk in you and that's really been um I'm gonna have to listen to that again. So she, I was just, she went, <laughs> she went in, she went, she in. went in, and then it was crazy because when I went to go back to me avoiding stuff, Mama had sent that sermon maybe a year, two years before I listened to it, mm-hmm. and I and I ignored it. Two years later, I listened to it, and it's exactly what I needed to hear at, at that, that moment. Time. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Let me see where Chick Fil A is while I'm playing. Oh, it's been up there. Okay, remember me. It's been up there. It's been up there. I'm gonna leave. Ah, it's not cold. Right? It's freezing. They didn't call or nothing. They said yeah, because I'm gonna eat it. Okay, this got nine minutes left. Did you pause it? No. (sighs) We needed this. I think we should get um put, to put in here. I think that would be super cute. We would have got spray paints, like a, you know how they give them pictures, mm-hmm. or not spray paint, airbrush. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Or maybe just paint, mm-hmm. or maybe they're drawing. Mm-hmm. When you the people sit, like the couple just sit there and they draw the picture of them. What do you mean? Like oh, like the um, and stuff. the. Cr- 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 or something it's something like that let me see 
We should get that though of us three and put it up. That would be cute. I hope they don't make you look like They make the, you look silly. I'm they right. do. What is it? I think it's it start with a cracker chicken or a cracker chicken or something. Yeah. Let me look at it. <laughs> Airbrush yeah. pictures. And I'm glad this is on here so we can remember. Yes. Fair. Not actually really has been up there. Charisma, lock the door. It's locked. Yeah. I love Chipotle. What is that called? The airbrush picture of people at the fair. We should do that. Oh caricature. yeah, that would be it so fun. A caricature. I knew it. Caricature. That's a caricature. Say it again. Caricature. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't even know how to say it number. Caricature. <laughs> Did you get um? Ooh, oh. There's a Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. Everyone. One, two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We gotta start it right on there too. I got a new SD card. Let's switch gears. Here's switch gears. We gotta look at it first. Stephanie ain't had to take a little break, eat some food. We're back. Actually, we took a shot. I'm not drinking. I'll drink my wine. Am I the only one that's like really appreciating alcohol lately? I've been appreciating it, but I just had way too much. Well, I don't have way too much. I had a really large amount. <laughs> Last time. Huh? Last time. Just the other day. Oh, over the weekend. We were taking shots. Were y'all? Yes. yes. <laughs> I bust my shit twice oh, when we were skating. Really? Yes. I feel so bad the second time. Cause it was like she was gonna cry. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, oh, I did water. Oh. They did get water. <laughs> Okay. It was a decent amount though. I think the first fall when we were skating, I wasn't embarrassed. But the second one was a little painful, so I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Not a little painful. I'm fucking yeah. dead. Alright. <laughs> who can, who can? I should write these down. Or who, who, who oh, can, can you toss it out? Somebody should be more prepared than this. I know, right? <laughs> I think today we're just not prepared. Today, we're, it's today is just a blunder. But we do us. We do us. Who cares? I care. We I care, but we still said some real shit. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, wow. It's worth the watch either. <laughs> it's worth the watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a confession to make. Go ahead. I've been hooking up with my Gemini. I feel like. Why are you looking at me? I feel like I'm not like you talk shit. No. <laughs> I did, and we know that. 
I didn't know that. Do we suspect it though? Mm-mm. I feel like I may have suspected it, but I think you said something that made me suspect it. I think I got feelings for him. Really? Mm-hmm. Because he's so sweet. He's so sweet. And I, and I like, I think it's hard because I don't see him having ill intentions, but I can kind of feel when somebody's having ill intentions. So I'll respond the same rah rah either way if I like you and you're bullshitting and if I like you and you're not bullshitting, I'm still gonna act crazy. But if I like you and you're not bullshitting, that makes me feel like, let me give you some grace. But at what point do you stop letting people play with you? Because he's still not consistent, but he's a good guy. Consistent like how? Consistent like we don't talk all day long. That's what you want? I kind of I want him to want to talk to me all day long even though I know we're both busy but like at least text me like good morning sometimes which he has before and then I kind of snapped off on him you know what I would say yeah I would say and and don't and be unapologetic unapologetic about it I would say say what you want and stand up what you want if you want him to text you good morning every morning tell, tell him that like don't text this phone. No, we did. Let me okay. okay, so let me tell you the last conversation we had where I was like, what the fuck? And then it made me back off. And then he came a little harder and I was like, okay, maybe I do like you. And that's okay. what I would say, like, don't text your phone without telling me good morning. I just want to say Good morning to you as well. It's the same. What? Because it's the same exact thing. With, with Joe and I, I Yes. Like, it's the same. Like what is wrong with y'all? I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> I DK <laughs> Okay, I said, can I ask you something? He said, yeah. I said, should we just keep it as only friends? He was like, what do you mean? I said, I feel like if I moved on, you wouldn't care. So I'm wondering if we should just be friends. He says, we're friends. I can't be mad if you move on. I said, do you want me to? That's what I'm asking. He said, I don't want a relationship right now. I said, I'm not asking for one. You just act like you don't really care at all. He said, I can't get upset if you move on. We're friends. Just like how you have a life, I have one too. We're friends, but my mind be everywhere else. I have a lot going on. Never didn't care about you. I just got on. I just have my own personal stuff going on. And is I was like, green, I understand. Is this a green backpacker? This is uh Amigo. Oh. Who's Green Bay? <laughs> Who's Green Bay? NFL. I don't have an NFL. Did he move about? out of town? Um, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, fuck that nigga. Oh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. That's a good name for him because he's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get where I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I get you. <laughs> You're like, who the fuck? Who the fuck is that? Oh my God. Like, like, somebody's a football player? I thought that's who you're talking about. No, I'm talking about the one that's actually sweet and caring and nice. And he's just... I just, I want him to give me a little bit of pressure. And he did once I started ignoring him. But then, I don't know. I just, it's very inconsistent, but I still like him. So I don't know. What do I do? You my thoughts? Yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Are you like, do you like the impression of him? Like, like the person that you made in your head of him? Is that or do you like what you're seeing on paper? Like what you see from him right now? 
He gives me butterflies. That's the only thing I think about. I think I did create a version of him in my head in the beginning, but it was completely off. I thought he was a player. I thought he was like, I thought he was just all this type of, I thought he was completely opposite of what he was. He's actually very sweet. He's actually very caring. He does have a lot going on because his brother passed last year. And I feel like he, when we came into each other's lives, like I could see him focusing on himself. And that's what made me so attracted to him because he wasn't so hung up on coochie. And I'm like, you got a bad bitch in front of you and you want to like fumble it? What do you really want? Um, I want to be selfish right now. And that's good. Like, I, I've had to learn that. No matter, cause Hoop Dream gave me butterflies. Like most like, Yes, most <laughs> genuine person I ever met, most hardworking person I ever met, most driven person I ever met. Vibe was just out of this world. But when you can't be consistent with me, I know you gotta got a lot going on. But this is what I require right now, and I'm telling you, this is what I want. And you can't give that to me, so I am. I am settling for what you want right now versus what I want. But I love a man that can know what he wants. I know. That's so uh, attractive. That's so, so attractive. attractive. I get that. But at the same time, it's just like, you know what? What's also attractive about you is standing on what you want. Yeah. Like, dude, like, and, and, stop, and stop breaking your own heart because he can't give you that right now. I think what I think my approach with it right now is I'm throwing myself into myself right now mm -hmm. so the little bit that he does give me I'll take it but I'm okay with that don't you, look at me like that. I'm not looking at you at any type of way I'm just saying like you deserve so much more than I that. know but I don't I'm not in a space to receive somebody that's giving me what it is I know I, I deserve and I don't want to add another body. Do you think in your mind, like, <clears throat> sorry, do you think in your mind, like, he could be what you deserve? Or do you think, like, what do you think, like, he's a good guy, but, like, okay, so what do you think hasn't stopped you from being, like, okay? Right. What hasn't stopped me from saying fuck him? Um, the fact that I still want to have sex with him and not have sex with anybody else because I don't want to I don't know well I would say take sex out of it because once you have sex into play with something that's when everything gets like fucked up I would say take the physical aspect out of it and just be there as a person versus being there for someone sexually. So who am I have sex with? Yeah, we were supposed to have your sex with yesterday. It's been three months since I had a human being. It's I been just, three months. I, just want, I think I wanted more than you wanted as far as like... <laughs> no, I wanted more than you wanted. Not sex, but I want you to just dive into who you are as a person as a queen 
You know what I mean? Like, you have to want more, bro. And I'm so, staying so heavily on that is because I was in that spot. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm gonna be there for that man until he realized who he got in front of him. Fuck no. Hell no. You, I'm not gonna wait for you to realize shit, bro. I know what type of person I am. I know what I bring to the table, bro. If I wanted to, that man will have plates made every night. He will come to a comfortable home. Shit but like I that. Want, I don't want a man, though. I just want... What? What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was not expecting that. What? I don't want a man. But no, okay, do you want okay, okay. a boyfriend right now? No. And that's fine. That and is I fine. get that. Come but at me. the same time, I just feel like I don't want you to dumb yourself down because you're trying to meet him 50-50. Because say, now let's, let's reverse here. Say he was everything and more and he wants to be in a relationship with you. Would you receive him in that way? I couldn't. If he asked me to be his girlfriend right now, I couldn't say it. I would want to, but I'm not in a space right now where I want that, so I wouldn't I don't know, man. Him. If he said, you know, Chris, no fuck all the little shit, I don't want to be with you. Oh. Exactly. 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 You were blushing and shit. Exactly. So don't say no. I'm going to say no. No. <laughs> she is you would say hard. yes. I'm not. You would say yes. Because, I don't know. But you're meeting him where he wants to be met at. Versus he need to meet you where you're at. Fuck that shit. But don't I know that though? I think I feel like you know that. You just don't want to know that. Like you don't want to do that. So what do I do? Do I just stop? Like no. I, I me. I'm a cutting his ass off cold turkey because you can't give me what I need right now, and I need to fall back and love myself. Give me another week. Let's come back to. I don't know what I'm gonna say about this person. Okay, thank you. You over here laughing. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, uh, I just don't think I can tell But I don't think, like, like, okay, it's crazy. I don't want a relationship either. But, like, we, to we talk, like, every few days. And I do want to talk more often. Mm -hmm. Because I like you. So I, want I like you. Yeah, so. Y'all need to say that shit. No, okay. I, I did really. I liked it. Try a little bit, but I still feel like it's not enough. It's not enough. But at the same time, uh, you ain't got a question. I feel like <laughs> a man. With a man, y'all ain't got a question. Shit. Y'all are not gonna have to push. It's be in the top right corner. It's not there. It's no, it's not a timer. No, it's, it's a, not flicking. Okay, yeah, press the record button. Where? <laughs> okay. Wait, let's do, look up. You see right the white button? Yep. All right. Ooh, accountability, transparency. God damn. <laughs> All right. That just that shit just grinds my gears. Like it just. Gets but I know I'm valuable. Sticky. I know I'm that. I'm, I know like I'm the prize. I know that. But like. Sometimes I just want to fuck off. Yeah, but want to fuck off. But want to fuck off, but fuck off. 
versus I want to fuck off, but I still like you, and you make me mad, and you make me push some type of way, you don't take me back, and shit like that. Like, it needs to be this or that. It can't be a gray area. Where are you at in your relationship? I'm, I don't have anybody right now. Yeah? I don't have anybody right now. I'm loving it. Yeah? You don't have anybody? I don't have anybody. You don't have nobody texting? That's new. That's very new. That is new. It. It's because, like, it just, I needed to get back to the idea of who I say what I say and I'm spending on it. And I'm not wavering at all. Versus, like, I was so, like, okay, well, I still want you in my life, so I'll accept this. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah. And I'm so heavy on fuck that shit because I know what type of girl I am. And I know what type of shit that I bring to the table. And if you feel like you can fuck with me when you wanna fuck with me, mm-hmm. go kick that shit to the next bitch. Cause it won't be it won't be me at yeah. all. And I'm telling y'all, like when you when you cut literally everybody off cold turkey. You cut the world off and you start giving fuck about yourself. Like, I promise you, you're going to wake up happier. But I feel like I've done like, that. Like, I feel like I've had a phase in my life where it was all about me and my baby. And, like, I'm in a phase in my life where I just want to have fun. And that's fun. good. That's good. I'm, I'm not saying that's not okay. Yeah. But I'm saying to know that and let it be just that. Yeah. I feel and like, like I have feelings, but... I don't sit around thinking about nigga all day. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be like, if I have a break or something, I'll be like, dang, I'll be texting. But if he don't sell the fuck what? It's and that's, like, that's what I'm, I'm still saying. definitely growing, I feel like, with loving myself. I feel like mm-hmm. I've been loving myself, doing more shit for myself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know, it's hard because I feel like I also can't give anything more than what we are now. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's how it should be, though. Like I feel like just just not letting a nigga play with you, basically. Like if you don't text me, shit. You don't text me, shit. But you made me bad advice the other day. What I say? You were talking about like for Halloween. You were like, go up there, be a bad bitch, and then if he texts you, wait till the next day to text back. Remember you said that? Mm-hmm. That was bad advice. How? Because I I don't want to wait. I want to be direct and say what it is that I want. Um, and then he can't wait and not to text you and text you when he know. That's what he feels. That's but, that's him being direct. I'm texting when I want to text you. I see your text. I know I know he he see your text. Okay, but it was like a few times I didn't respond when he texted me like three times in a row. But I, I get what you're saying. Like you want to just be genuinely you, and if you can accept that, you can accept that. Okay. But shit, you're not a priority to me. Dang. That hurt. Right. She just took a gun. She's not. You're not. Like, but I'm telling you, like when you become a priority to a man, like that feels so good. Okay, but Nick has been pri- my ba- Nick has been prioritizing me like he's been going kind of crazy with prioritizing me. But I, I, I Nick is a whole diff- a different element to add to it. 
because I was in a relationship for so long and I, I had a lot of hurt because I felt like a lot of stuff I had to do on my own but it was because I knew Nick had to be present for something else that wasn't me he was prioritizing his business he wasn't prioritizing me above his business and because I knew where he needed to be in his life in that moment I was okay with that mm -hmm. so when the world world reversed now I'm not no longer prioritizing the relationship now I'm no longer prioritizing you I'm prioritizing my business now you want to come a thousand times harder than you were before and I don't want it and that's okay charisma I, I know it's okay but it's just like can't can it can it be okay for me to know that somebody can't prioritize me right now? I feel like are you willing to accept that? Yeah, because I'm not prioritizing nobody else besides me, my kid, and my my this podcast. I just feel like me personally, I couldn't. I couldn't do that because I want you, and I'm standing on I want you, but you don't want me. Like I feel like we shouldn't have to. Be, I feel like you shouldn't have to chase anybody. Yeah. I think Especially no grown ass men. Yeah. He like 30. <laughs> so grown as hell to know what the fuck he want. But, okay, so. Uh, and I'm not trying to bush your bubble. I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to tell you, like, a man, a man. When he wants something, he's going to get it. That's just in a nature, like to chase. Hell yeah. But when you got this girl that's just chasing you, like. But I, but I, I will say I stopped chasing him. I've, I've been there when he calls me, but I'm not texting him back and forth. I'm not calling him back and forth. I'm not leaving crazy voicemails on his voicemail no more. And I think that is a slight dynamic shift between me and him because I'm no longer chasing him, but he's still like. He's not coming as hard, but he's still coming. So, what do I, I don't know. It's just a little confusing. But I'm okay with being confused because at the end of the day, like, I'm still focused on other things. So, if a man were to come in your life, look good, got his shit together, got it going on, everything that you wanted, and he gave you that energy, would you cut him off? If a good guy came in my life, it's not time right now. It's not time. But it's time for him. It's not time for me right now. And I'm standing on that. But it's, I'm not. I'm so not, you can stand on that, but you can't stand on cutting him off? Because I don't want to cut him off. And that's it. I don't have anything else to say. Janai, you want to cut off your Gemini? No. I'm not cut off. <laughs> but I just feel like do you believe in like wrong time right person like I feel like I can potentially see myself with this person but I feel like definitely not now but I like what we have but because I like him it makes me want more but I know I can't even handle more because most of the time I can't, I can't even more. answer the phone because I'm doing this and that you know I don't believe in that because I don't believe in it because um Somebody that you thought you would spend the rest of your life with, like years ago, like that was it for you. Then years go by and you don't even think about them no more. So shit, like, and you don't have the same feelings for them anymore. So what say they want to come around and try to make it work again, and you're just like, mm, not doing it. So 
shit, they were meant to be in your life for a reason, a season, and that was it. Your ass come around again. But that's why I'm still doing me. So if it is for a season, it's like, I'll probably be like, eh. but it'll be like, okay. You know, it's not like I'm about to be like, crying about the shit. Mm -hmm. But you know, it'll be like, whatever. So, I just, I don't know. I, I feel where you're coming from though, 100%. Mm -hmm. I do. But, I think we all I don't three, even think, okay, go ahead. I think we all three have, are in different headspaces when it comes to sneaky links relationship boys like, like i'm at a point where i'm tough you can miss me with it like if you were to text me like i i don't even think a nigga can get a text back I feel so who can who can't be present for a healthy relationship right now me do i think i can be present for a relationship right now i feel like i can only if they are giving me everything that I require right now. So you can. I can only if. Only if. And if they are not here to damage my healing process, damage my progression, like that is the only way that I will be ready for a relationship. The only way. If you come in the be around this motherfucker being toxic, fuck with me when you wanna fuck with me, calling me when you wanna call me, texting me when you fuck that shit. And I'm not, and I get it, like people are busy. I get that 100%. But somebody's gonna make time for what they want to make time for. I've, I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. I've experienced a nigga being at the gym and texting me when he can sit down and take some water. I experienced that shit. So, when you know better, you do better. You know what I mean? Like, I've experienced somebody literally giving me that energy every single second that they can. Mm -hmm. Kobe called me while he at work. Mm -hmm. Sit on the phone with me the whole fucking time. So I'm sure another man can do that. I feel like I can't be present for a healthy relationship right now. And why is that? Because I'm present for a healthy relationship with myself right now. Mm -hmm. And I was present for a relationship. I was 100% present for a relationship, but I just feel like I, I don't want the right person right now because I want to be selfish for myself, and that's where I am. Sorry, but I feel like, do you feel like um, that, that Gemini is um, damaging to that? I think there's a lesson that I need to learn with this person, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm trying to figure out, can I... If, if I was to move on from him, is there a blessing behind that? Is there a lesson behind me fixing myself and being able to have casual sex and also being able to prioritize myself? I think there's two lessons to learn. There's a lesson, there's this one lesson that's like, um, he's not giving you exactly what you want right now, so move on. But there's a, another lesson in, do I need to adjust, not, and not even for him, but do I need to adjust my approach on relationships? Mm -hmm. That's right. Because I, I feel like the people, not to cut you off, but I feel like the people in my life, I'm really quick to write off when I feel like they've done something to wrong me. Like we were talking about before, Allie. I was ready to say, fuck her. I'm ready to be like, I don't need to be your friend. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lesson in me learning that 
relationships require work. Friendships require work. I I feel like um, if something isn't serving you, then fuck it. But some things are worth it. And I think I'm trying to learn the difference between somebody that's, that's worth the lesson that you have to learn from them versus somebody that's not. Like with my friend, I think like, like we were saying, like, um, fuck it, I lost my train of thought. I was just basically saying like, I need, I need friends. And that's hard for me to say because I really want to be like, I don't need nobody. I came to this earth by myself. I'm going to leave by myself. I want to say that so bad, but no, I need people. I need people in my life. I I, I'm, I don't I don't want to push people away. I don't want to be I don't want to be closed off, and I don't want to be that crab to where I'm just get away from me, you know? Because I'm soft on the inside. I'm so soft. So yes, I can lean on people. Yes, I can depend on people. Yes, I can be open to being my full self in front of people and knowing that that's enough. And I think I'm learning that having people in my life versus learning that by myself, you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm in a, a, a few different places in my head right now. Do you think that the relationship or whatever it is that you guys have going on, do you think it's deeper to you than it is to him? Yeah. It is, for sure. This is Jaden. What's Jaden? I'm recording right now. What's up? <laughs> okay. And Why does he never say bye? And you're okay with that? Like, what if he? What if he listens to this shit and be like, "What is she talking?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would be like, "Girl, what? We barely talk." <laughs> if he listens to this right. Now, tripping but at the same time like every time we talk or we won't well we won't even on one day but it was the best day ever <laughs> every time, saying, like, every time take talk, you on a date like take me on a fucking date yeah i just feel like i don't know we're just going like super slow so i feel like maybe i am i don't know maybe i am like you know more like in the hands i hope not but like every time we talk it's just such a vibe like yeah and then he asked me to go on like he's just so thoughtful and sweet and mm -hmm. patient like i just never experienced like a word like his mm -hmm. i have a question for the books if loyalty <laughs> and naomi were talking to us about a dude in the same situation, what would we tell them? <laughs> <laughs> I would tell them what you say. Loyalty and Nayeli 
exactly what Heidi is saying. And that's why people say, well, she has a TT body. She has a TT. She has a TT. Don't talk to your TT body. Because okay. I'm not going to tell you the right no, thing. I'm uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. These niggas need to stop getting away with the fuck they get away with. And I'm sick of that shit. Yeah. I remember posting on my close friends, like, send that nigga to me. Let me read his karma. Yeah. That's I, why I tried to get you to mess with uh, Slim Santana. Because I'm going to be that nigga karma. Yes. But y'all weren't, you know. We were. I just. Y'all were? Y'all were compatible? Yeah. Really? But I feel like. I won't say. We, yeah, we were, we were compatible, but like. I sent her on the uh, date. Yeah, she did. Right. We're compatible. I feel like I would dog his ass. Yeah, that's why I thought y'all would be so fun together. Cause I want to see you treat him like he be trying to treat these hoes. Like, let me send somebody away. Like, um, excuse me. Who yeah. The fuck do you think you are? Yeah. No, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I'm the baddest bitch out of the double bunch. You are. But like, honestly, like I think it's the mindset. I really do think it's the mindset. Like. You gotta have a strong head on your shoulders to be dealing with some of these dudes. Like, and that's what I feel like I really just want to be able to goof off because I haven't, I'm 24 years old. Right. I didn't have a whole phase, not even, and that's just generalizing it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a time where I could be stupid. I didn't have a time where I could not know what to do with a nigga. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to do that. And I think, I think, I, I think this time right now in my life is the first time that I've been, I feel like I've been free to goof off. Mm -hmm. Because I always had somebody I had to come back home to, even if we were, weren't, weren't in a relationship or not, mm -hmm. I still had to be present for that person. Mm -hmm. Now, in this time of my life is the first time that I felt free to really figure it out. And that's why I've been giving myself so much grace and so much patience and so much like, girl, do what you want to do. Because now is that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know y'all. I think we in a lot of different places because we got kids. Like people don't understand that when you got a kid to be responsible for, we got a baby daddy to be responsible for. It's like once you finally detach from being somebody's girlfriend, somebody's baby mama, somebody's mama, and you have a time, you, like you had more time to be with yourself mm -hmm. than I have. Yeah. It, it, it probably is easier for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's switch gears. Switch it on up. Let's talk about fucking. Our writers are tonight. Let's do our outro and then let, let the rest do the thing. Okay. You have tuned in to episode four of Hookah Horrors. I'm Charisma. I'm Hydea. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. If our video cuts off, you can listen to the rest of it on our audio. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. So you said you have a rose? Yeah. Yes, and I've been fucking shit out of her for the past. Not fucking shit out of her. Four days. No, she been eating the shit out of me. Oh, dress. Uh, I need a rose. I need everything. I need everything too. I, I tried okay. to use a vibrator the other day. It was very nice, but like it don't get me there. Ooh, my bad friend, he's get me there. It, it's a it's a specific type. 
I have a vibrator that's like harder mm -hmm. and it's more of a marble mm -hmm. and it vibrates and mm -hmm. that's my that was my first one and that's my favorite mm -hmm. I have another vibrator that's more like a dildo mm -hmm. and she's rubbery mm -hmm. and I like her but she just she's a placeholder yeah I have a I have a dick like a big brown dick mm -hmm. yes big black dick mm -hmm. and then I have a rose <laughs> no, I need to get. I have a pink bullet. I think that's what it's called a bullet. But it don't do it for me. Really? And I don't like penetrating myself. I can. I don't like it. You don't? I prefer my vibrator over my dildo. I don't like penetrating. I I just like like flicking my baby. Really? That give me there. Every time. Just your hands? That's it. I don't I finger myself for anything. I didn't. I don't like fingering myself. Mm -hmm. I don't like fingering myself. I've never. I think I started masturbating with a vibrator. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know how to do it with just my fingers. What age did y'all start with some horn? <laughs> well, I look straight at you. <laughs> <laughs> I probably started. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 15, 16. Really? Really? No cap. The first time, remember Granny showed us that poem? I remember BB. BB showed us a poem. No. Granny showed us a poem. Actually, we put in, I remember it like it was yesterday. We put in like a CD. And it said like Jet Fuel XXX. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? And then we put it in and then it had like the different scenes in like a bubble. No. Bruh, you was there with me. And then remember, then was, Granny was like, yeah, this used to be what um, me and your granddad. <laughs> <laughs> and since then on. Not your nasty grandma. Since I, then on. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I did. Me and my friends did find her grandma like porn. DVD and shit. Really? No, what the fuck? VCR. Yeah. Really? <laughs> and, um, it was her? No, it wasn't oh. her. <laughs> but we was like dying laughing at the shit. But I didn't start like watching it until I was like 50. Yeah. I thought porn was nasty until maybe two years ago. Really? I didn't like porn. I'm like, what is this? But that's because <laughs> I wasn't in tune with my sexuality mm. until after I had Naomi. Really? Yes. Wow. I was not in tune with my sexuality until after I had my kid. I remember the first time I made myself mad. I just, ooh. I was like, what the what? fuck just happened? Yes! Let's you do it again. <laughs> Your eyes get big, you like, whoa. Mm -hmm. That was my vibrator. That I was a shock. Her name is Sparkle. Because mm. that's the first time I sparkled. Mm. That's where her name came from. I was like, what? I can do that by myself? The first time I squirted, <laughs> I made myself do it. And then I told Janiah this. I was just thinking, why were we talking about this at the Jamaican restaurant? <laughs> the first time I squirted with anybody else was with my ex when she ate me out. Off the head is crazy. Off the head is yeah. nuts. 
head. Bonkers. You hear me? First time I did it off the head, it was like, woo! Yeah. Who made you? Don't listen to this. It, I had, um, damn. Okay. Like, <laughs> get caught up. Uh oh. Remember, um, Army Guy? Mm-hmm. Navy guy? Mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. Him. Do you think it's because you were so attracted to him? Yes. So y'all think like the more you're attracted to somebody, the wetter you are? Yes. I think yeah. yes, but I don't think I'm gonna come unless you make me come. Okay. okay. Like, I don't know, like... I feel like... I don't give a fuck. I'll be nutting so quick. If my mind not there, I can't. Because yeah. true, because I was having sex for so long and, and never having an actual orgasm like I felt when I made myself do it. Mm-hmm. I've never felt that my whole what was I twenty two at the time? I didn't I didn't know what I was looking for until I made myself come. I started getting mad because my friend was telling me like she could make herself nut. Like if her man couldn't, she could like ride him until she nut. Oh yeah, I didn't do that. And then I was like, okay, bitch, like let me get into it then, yeah. like. If y'all out here making yourself do it, then let me motherfucking do it then. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Like, but I think it wasn't more so of me making myself do it. It was more so me tapping into like, okay, bitch, focus. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. now we get somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and I would nut super fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can definitely make myself nut a few times actually. If I'm, if I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy when I'm attracted to you. It's easy, and that's why it's, easy. it's hard to give up my Gemini mm-hmm. because I like that's what I crave. Do you crave him because it's good? Or you crave him because you like him. No. The head was good. It was good. What about the dick though? It wasn't as good as the head. <laughs> work with it <laughs> but like i'm saying i can i can get there with you because i'm so attracted to you no we need that okay <laughs> anybody to do with do you so can you crave like do you crave do you crave a person right now though no i don't crave a person but i be crazy horny as fuck bro and i man yes when i wake up in the morning I think what the fuck? <laughs> That's what's a dick. You know how niggas swear up and down like I can't fuck unless my money ain't right. I feel like I can't fuck 
can't fuck unless my mental not right. Like I need to get me. I need to get me right before. But I what what what, what mental though? Like just me in general. Like I need to get back to Lusa idea. Like on my shit idea. Like I'm in a good space idea. I yeah. can't I can't bust it open wide open for no nigga that. Like ugh, like what can you ugh? Like no, bro, just get the fuck out of my space. Like I don't yeah. want that right now. But <laughs> not to cut you off, but I'm gonna be here for a minute, so I kind of want to get some calls before the place goes. Okay. And the and the and the things gonna die. Okay. okay. You trying to you trying to kick it? Oh yeah. Are you riding with me? So Let's ride. We can let the Let's uh, ride. we can let the camera charge and then get right back Let's into ride. it. No, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, 